Coming to you from Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. Indiana's exclusive Aladino Cigar Lounge. It's Final Third Friday. Welcome back to Final Third Friday. I'm Rob. And I'm Isaiah. And I'm Mike. Got one of our regulars on the podcast. Yeah, today. this is so, round two for Mike. Round two for Mike. Hey, nice. I, I'd like to tell you that you were well received by people, but nobody said anything about it, so I don't have a clue if they liked you or not. Yeah. No news is good no news. No news is right. good news. There we go. Yeah. So we are actually here today celebrating our one-year anniversary. Yeah. And uh, we wanted to do uh, uh, just a little special pairing today. We're pairing the uh, 601 green in the Corona size, mainly because we don't have a lot of time to do this tonight. So yeah. we're going to put out a nice smaller cigar. <laughs> yeah. And we're pairing that with our three barrel pick. So the one I'm gonna, the one I'm actually gonna be drinking is our backbone pick. It is sitting at 118.2 proof, bourbon finished in sherry port and amaro barrels at five years nine months. Cool. And I've got the final third inauguration barrel. It's sitting at 110 proof. Yeah. Actually, it's more like 116 proof, but the, the dude that labeled it screwed it up. So. <laughs> it's close to label. It's close, close to label. Close. And I have our final third Starlight Rye finished in port barrels. This has been aptly called a midwinter night's dram killer. Ooh. Um, 105.6 proof, four years old. Nice. Absolutely delicious. I'm nice. excited for this. Get it poured out here. This is... I wish this wasn't just a single barrel that we had, because this one I I could legitimately drink every day of my life and just have no issues about it's it. It's very, very good. So I somehow ended up with four of those? <laughs> good for you. <laughs> and I'm good excited about it. Yeah. Somehow? I love it. Yeah, and I ended great. up with two of these inauguration ones. So, so you can put yours up there if you want to get it yeah, out of the way there. Yeah, that's tight. And I've yeah. still got two of the inaugurations. Well, and, and so this week during our anniversary party, we brought back the last case of this. We've already sold a bottle and a half of yeah. it. We're only a day and a half in, so you know this is going to go pretty quickly. Um, these other two, we have pretty decent supply. Both of those left. Yeah. So, so this is released on Friday, March third. Come yes. out either today when this is released or tomorrow if you at least want a chance at being able to have some of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, this, this isn't going to last long. We do have another barrel pick coming Friday. The one we've been talking about, Peach Street. Yeah. That will be here Friday. Hey, you We're should tell about them about the accident that happened with oh, that one. It's a happy accident. <laughs> it's a good accident. Wait, let's, let's, let's actually get into the All cigar right, let's first. let's do it. So, so get a cold draw going here. I'm going to cut. I'm using the Zycar XO for this, doing a straight cut since it's a small little guy. Oh, wow. I'm using the SV with a straight. That's like um, raisins and raisins and kind of hay for me. Maybe there, not raisins, maybe more like dates, but it's that, some kind of a dark fruit. Yeah, I could see that. I think there's also a uh, uh, like a fruity chocolate component too. Yeah, yeah, I can see. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely got a nice cold draw. It's Absolutely. it's one of those cigars. This is one of my cigars. I'll finish the night out with because it's a you know it's a full bodied cigar. So this cigar is actually Nicaraguan Oscuro Habano. A wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and filler, full bodied. You can smoke this after smoking a few cigars. You're still going to get a lot of flavor yeah, out of it. So absolutely, absolutely. Let's light her up. Let's get into the light. 
Mike's over here with his fancy electric lighter. Nice. It, uh, Don't worry. For whatever reason, it has an electric ignition, and he still trusts it after burning himself. Yeah, no palms were burned in the making of this video. <laughs> so we Today. Um, so you'll, this is releasing on Friday, so if you hear this Friday or Saturday, we're still going to be celebrating our one-year anniversary. So get in here, buy a cigar, or buy an adult beverage. Either way, you're going to get a ticket for a giveaway. We've got four awesome baskets set up with value yeah. of about $300 to $320 each. Yeah. Some have higher gift cards. Some have higher hiring cutters. There's all kinds of stuff in these baskets with merch and all that. So yeah. great giveaways. And then we also, what we're going to do at the very end is, if you didn't win one of the four baskets, we're going to throw all the tickets in one and do a final drawing. And we've got a... A package that Scott Deshong, we might as well shout out and start drinking. Scott Deshong, cheers. cheers. He uh, donated some um, some fuel tickets along with a, a fuel pass, and we've got um, a sweatshirt and a hat that matches their colors. And basically, what we're doing with that is, if you win that package, do a hashtag, you know, picture and post on on Instagram with your with your hat and shirt on at the game. And you'll come in here and get a free drink, and, and we'll take care of you that way. So, Heck, yeah. So we'll be doing, like, free free old-fashioned stuff like that. So, But we'll definitely hit de definitely take care of you. That'd be great. So this one's going to be interesting because we've got yeah, we got three, three different, different, three different pairings. Yeah. yeah, three different picks with the same So right Oscuro. off the light on this cigar, the uh, the retrohale is, is spicy. It is a spicy retrohale. There's that dark kind of chocolatey quality on the palate, a little bit of, I don't know if it's toast or graham, but there's like a, a sweeter, sweeter sort of bready quality. Let's say more thing. like cinnamon toast. Cinnamon toast. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of cinnamon toast. Uh, really, really spiced yeah. down Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Almost a wheat toast. But then uh, the, the, the pepper is nice because you get a blast of pepper, but it fades off pretty quick. So you're not just getting blasted, your eyes are watering. You get that note, but it kind of fades off pretty quick. Although this one does pick up. I already took a sip of this Starlight, and this thing is just covering my palate with the red fruit note. So it's really making it more of like a uh, like a jelly-filled pastry on the palate. And that uh, that retrohale is presenting as a little bit spicier after having this rye. But it is, it's really nice and balanced in the experience because it's super desserty on the palate. And has quite a bit of spice on the retro hill. Yeah, what about you, Mike? What are you getting? So I'm getting a lot of pastry on the inauguration. Okay. Uh, with with the, the palate, it's uh, it's more of like a pastry flavor. Um, heavy heavy pepper with the cigar, with the Oscuro. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's, it's really heavy pepper. Um, man, that's a good one. Yeah. With the yeah. inauguration. I forgot how good that one was. It is, yeah. The, this one here, the, the backbone, um, together, I'm getting, a, I'm getting a lot more of the sherry and then leaning towards the port notes out of this. And then when you take a puff of the cigar, it brings out almost a chocolatey quality yeah. with those two fruit notes. So right now, it's just a nice dark fruit-covered chocolate. Yeah. I get cool. some, some, like, uh, some dates yeah. on, on the nose. That's cool. Yeah, you're the only one with an unfinished whiskey. That's in true. Front of you. Yeah. That's true. So they get a, like a heavy date kind of kind of nose on that one. That's cool. Interesting. And you'd had this before. Oh yeah. I thought you had. Yeah, it's it's been three four months since I visited that, but it's 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 coming back. Yeah. That one's aged well. 
I, yeah. I really enjoy that. Good, good. I really do. I think that was one of the the pours that I tried probably one of the first weeks that I came here. Yeah. Was, was the inauguration one. I believe that. We were it was, selling it pretty hard. Oh, yeah. It was, it, yeah. <laughs> it was one of the recommendations. Yeah. For so, good reason, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So something fun happened with Isaiah this week. He got him some new ink. Got yeah. some new ink. Looking pretty a, beautiful. Got a freaking bird. And then I got some hands. Nice. They look good. Yeah. They look really yeah. nice. Solid line work. Shout out to Eli Drawn at Sunrise Tattoo in Nashville, Tennessee. Dude's the man. Hit him up if you need. He specializes in illustrative traditional. So if you know what that means and that's your style. Love the traditional. Yeah. Go for it. Which you can tell very much. That's that's what those are. And yeah. then his line work is amazing on that. Yeah. I'm more of the sit in the seat and just do something guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm told, a progressive guy. There you go. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I told him, I said, here's what I want. I want a Holy Spirit dove and I also want the, the praying hands. And... uh I guess he has a he has a real affinity for the for the original artist behind those praying hands and was yeah. able to tell me a lot more about the story and all that. Well, stuff. it seems like it hit cool. a little different. Like yeah. it, it looks it looks more authentic yeah. than some of the it, ones that I've seen. It def- well, it is pretty true to the original, which right. is kind of cool. Which is what yeah, you wanted. Fantastic. It was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was I fully walked in there. Because I trust Eli, like, which is a thing that you should want in your oh, tattoo 100%. artist. Like, you have to trust your, your like, artist. I I told him, I said, hey, here when I when I texted him, I said, hey, here's what I want. Here's some reference photos. Like, just do your thing. Like, just do your thing. Make it Eli drawn, and that's what he did, man. And honestly, uh, the Holy Spirit dove, like, I had, haven't had anybody question it for anything else. Maybe because I'm wearing it or, but uh, a lot of them end up looking like rock pigeons. You yeah. Know? And like, <laughs> nobody really wants that. No, he wants so, uh Yeah. No, so, uh, absolutely art. fantastic. Uh, also, Nashville was really good to me. Went to Smoker's Abbey there. Got some Knuckle Sandwich 55s. There you go. Nice. Still sitting on That's the shelf. It. Um, they still had George T. Stagg and uh, Lot B sitting on the on the counter there. Um, so how many how many pours you have of each? Uh, none because <laughs> I was I wasn't drinking that day because the next day I was gonna be tattooed. Ah, so yeah, gotcha. yeah, I have you that good blood. Yeah, you, if you're bleeding all over the place, <laughs> yeah. there's no way he's gonna be able to. Can't pull have that no thin. fun for anybody. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, Rob's diabetic. He bleed all over the table if he goes and get tattooed. <laughs> also, just throwing this out there because it was said when Aladino sponsors this show for real, Rob's gonna get a tramp stamp. <laughs> An Aladino tramp stamp. Well, I thought it was the final third logo. Oh, it's a toss up then. It's it's gotta be a toss up. How about that one? It's it's a toss up. <laughs> It's a toss-up between they, that. We didn't say anything about temporary. I got temporary. Yeah, no, we, that. Well, we, we might have to do it this out. One. Somebody's <laughs> paying for it. This, this is it. This is the tramp stamp. Okay, that's it. That's <laughs> no. pretty vain. We got to yeah, yeah. we got to do that one, and then maybe there's another one. Wait, here's another one. We yeah. gotta maybe we'll do this. So what one. he's what he has just pulled out. The first one is uh, just, just just the, the rob face. head with the cigar. The next one is the is a condensed final third logo like we got in the shop. 
Rob or. himself. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, in full or color. In full, full color. color. <laughs> yeah. A Rob tramp stamp. Yeah. So we have three solid options here. Yeah. Uh, you had better hair in that photo. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't know. That's a good one. <laughs> I don't know. I think I you did, Rob. Honestly, just a little bit cut low on that Look thing. It. I probably had no hair in that Look picture. Look at this, dude. On the on the OG. That references? W- that was my hair back then. You look like you got punk rock hair. I had you a lot look of like hair. somebody's mom, man. <laughs> I had a lot you of hair back then. Hair. I had a lot of hair back then. It's solid. It's a solid hairline. It I is, like it. it yeah. a good I hairline. can't grow thick hair anymore. Hate I can't hate it. <laughs> I can't hate it. <laughs> so I'm getting a little more uh, cranberry on this. Hmm. Huh. That's interesting. That is interesting. Well, I hit that with the inaugural, you, though. So yeah. The inaugural, is, it's, it's giving me a little more cranberry with the 601. Mm. I could see that. That inaugural, to me, I, I haven't had, had it in a little while. That The sweetness on it always presented as a more fruity yeah. type of sweetness. It's heavy fruit than, to me. Rather right than a dark sweetness, like a... Stuff that more sweet bourbon. Like a brown sugar or something yeah. like that. It, and the other thing that's distinct in that one to me has always been cinnamon. Like... I, yeah. It seems like every time I open that inaugural barrel, I'm like, yeah, that's what cinnamon in a whiskey tastes like. like yeah. Yeah. Not that it's cinnamon flavored. It's no. just a single barrel that has a he- like a decently heavy <laughs> cinnamon note. No cinnamon whiskeys no. mentioned. No. Yeah, we're not going Jack that Fire, way. Fire, Fireball, <laughs> Indiana Pass. Whiskey Company, cinnamon. <laughs> you know, when, when we proof our shit down so much it doesn't taste good, let's throw cinnamon in and see what happens. Something like that. Something, Something like, that. like that. Oh, man. I love this Starlight. I yeah. love this All Starlight. All three of these picks were really good. The Peace Tree, I think, is going to be great. And um, we've talked about the French Lick pick is going to be insane. we got to figure out how we, we do that. We haven't talked much about the French Lick oh, pick man. on here. Got to. We have it? Oh, that's right. No, that got to. Oh, we, like, we, like, teased it, but yeah. we didn't really... Well, I, give us some more it. insight. So in, in June, we're going to be going down doing a pick with Alan Bishop at French Lick. I went down a week ago. Well, actually, a week ago today and uh, visited with. Yeah, so we haven't recorded since then. We That's have, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, went down and spent some time with Alan. He gave me a tour. The dude, his knowledge is insane. Just hearing all the stories this guy just saying off the top of his head was I mean, I'm just like, I wish I had to push record. Yeah. Good thing is he wants to come on the show. Oh, tight. And, That'll be good. And we'll actually be able to have him on here when we do the release or yeah. whatever to That'd talk be great. about it. Yeah. But he is doing some crazy stuff with Brandy right now and whiskey for that matter, too. But um, his entire line from the, the Matty Gladdens, the Lee Sinclairs, the Solomon, all those, they're all really good, just regular releases you can get at the store. At the distillery, they have a lot of their own distillery only releases, which are a little higher proof. Some of them are finished. I brought back an apple brandy that's like 117 proof finished in tequila barrels oh. for you guys to try. Um, it's really good. I did get to try one that they put in a barrel in 2016 or 2017 that was an apple brandy finished in a tequila barrel, entering the barrel at 139.2. Oh, man. He said it's somewhere in the 145 to 152 range right now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's not proofing down. And it's delicious. It no, is not delicious. Not where he's at in Indiana, man. It, uh, it's, uh... So he's got he's got this one room that he's got set up. That the however it's set up in the building and everything, it's where all the b- barrels proof up. 
Yeah. He's got another another building that they store a lot of them in that will actually maintain or drop the proof slightly. So a lot of the regular leases go in that one. This is the one where they're playing. Yeah. And he is playing with some crazy good stuff. I, I, I got to try two different hazmats, and both of them were absolutely delicious. And the cool thing is, Alan is such an awesome dude. He loves what we're doing here. He wants, he said he's opening up the barrels to us, so we get to pick any of these barrels we want. I love and that. And he's super excited. Someone wants to pick a brandy barrel. He's yeah. never had anybody well, pick a brandy barrel yet, which I'm floored that no one's ever picked a brandy nobody barrel. Nobody has? Yet. Well, that's no. why I like Alan. I, I think Alan's one of those guys that knows that, you know, it, it's kind of a suggested thing, like, you know, it, it could be a brandy barrel. Yeah. It, you know, it, it could be like a regular barrel. Like he yeah. he knows. Like, and I'm not. I, he kind of senses that. Like what? He does. Like what you're like seeking as as a barrel for your pick. Like he, uh, he well, kind of recognizes thing that. Is, is, and that's awesome. He's just well versed. Somebody had told me that he was the guy who helped out Copper and He's Kings. the one that started Butcher, yeah, he, Butcher he Town did the Brandy. brandy with yeah. yeah, Butcher Town Brandy. Yeah, yeah, which like I didn't know that until I talked to him. That's I'm like, like uh, that's a big freaking deal. That's a very, <laughs> that's very a big deal. It's underplayed. Yeah. It's, it's very underplayed. Yeah. yeah. But. So I'm thinking French Lick must have paid him a lot of money to come away from Copper and Kings. He started French Lick. Oh, he I didn't French know that Lick. part. Okay. You know what? He, never, he didn't even... That's how humble the dude is. The guy never even said that. Yeah, so French just, Lick Winery was there. He started the distillery. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. I didn't know that. Uh, he's it's another a, reason to pick him. I like the guy even more now. He wasn't like <laughs> humble bragging anything at all. He was just he didn't say a word about that. But their process down there, I mean, when you go through the the distillery, it's not like super fancy. It's not gonna look like any of these big plays. They're making whiskey. Yeah. And they know what they they're know doing. what they're doing. And they know what everything's they're doing. pot still down there. I mean it's they're doing a good job and I can't yeah. wait to see more more and more. Well he's not out there. playing it up. And and that's no. why that's why I think that that Alan and what he's doing with the brand, See, buddy. they Man. know that that I mean that's that's what you're gonna get. I yeah. mean, and that's the craziest part about French Lake to me is like they're not creating or riding any hype right now. It's right. just kind of kind of seems like one of more of those if you know you know sort yeah. of deals where. He's making really solid bourbon offerings and amazing brandies. Well, I'm telling you right now, after tasting through several, I mean, he's out there drilling barrels. We're trying them. We go outside, and I get – it was his birthday, too, the day I was there. It was wow. his birthday. He came in on his birthday to hang out. I'm like, that's freaking amazing. I gave him a Las Ace Provencia. As you should. As his birthday. As you so should. they're bringing out bottles where, like, the 375 is all they've got left of this amazing barrel. We're out there <laughs> tasting it was just a really, really good time. And it was two of us, or three of us out there, and we're just talking notes on cigars and whiskey. And I'm like, that's pretty cool with a guy like him to, right. to hear his thoughts on yeah. it. And it's going to be a great pick. And, I mean, this guy doesn't just distill. This guy is actually out there crossbreeding, you know, different different items for the whiskeys and the, and the brandies. And he's playing with the fruit. He's, uh, he's actually – he taps his own maple trees at his house he said he was going home that day to to finish processing his maple syrup i mean the guy does it all yeah and he still has time to be on all the podcasts and and just keep sharing all of his knowledge too so i mean obviously a lot of you guys out there in the bourbon world know who alan bishop is he's not new and and he's on all the podcasts the dude's amazing i can't wait to have him up yeah. here 
Yeah, that, that's great. I'm uh, I'm super looking forward to finally meeting him because his uh like even him on live streams like he'd go live on his Instagram all the time and I just watch him and like. He'd be ranting about something, and I'd be like, "Man, I love this dude. Oh. Like, he just is who he is and doesn't doesn't care." Yeah, he's got. But he knows, and he's got such a wide range of things he's into. Like he has a, another podcast. He has the, the Distillers podcast and all that. He also has a podcast called "If You Have Ghosts, You Have Everything," and it's just like all conspiracy theory, <laughs> supernatural and spiritual yeah. stuff. And he's like all throwing all this stuff together. I'm like. This guy's fun to listen to, and yeah. he's, he's actually really good. He's on a podcast. real renaissance man. He, yeah, yeah, he, he makes is. you think. He yeah. is. He yeah, makes you think. Yeah, about a little bit of everything. He does. So yeah, so we're excited to do that one, as you can probably tell. But that one, that one will probably be a fall release. We're doing the pick in June, so that will be our next one yeah. after Peach Street, more than likely, unless so, we get a half barrel. Well, we can't include into it. Would you like to tell our people about the Peach Street accident? Yes. Oh, yes. Please. So. Um, so Peach Street, we've talked about that on here before. That's our next barrel pick coming this Friday. Um, so today, we, when this is released, yeah, when this is released, here. exactly, yeah. So if you're if you're seeing this today, it's here. Um, well, it should be here in limited FedEx, quantities. When FedEx, well, we've got three cases, <laughs> okay. so we got eighteen bottles yeah. until next week. So we're fine. It's coming. It's coming. Um, so when we did the tasting of these barrels, they were 117 proof, which. I was under the impression it was Still barrel solid. proof at the time. It was amazing. You guys yeah, both tried it. Fantastic. It was really Still good. Still solid. Well, so Steve, Steve is our um, he's our rep for um, Indiana Small Batch that actually sells their product for them. I guess we can do another sh- cheers shout out. Cheers. All about drinking. So Steve came in and said um, that the distiller wanted to apologize because the proof didn't come out to where they had said at 117 and my first thought was I was pissed. You you think it's disappointing? I was you, thinking you want to be disappointed. They accidentally proofed yep. us down to ninety two, which is what they do with lager stuff now I've out committed there. Committed to buy a whole. It happened. Yeah. Oh, I would have pulled yep. the commitment on that in a heartbeat because ninety two was good. It was not what we wanted. It, you don't no, know. No, actually, it came out at one twenty two point four proof. That's yeah. it. I'm like, God bless you, son. <laughs> which kind of <laughs> kind of sounds like they just forgot to proof it down, which is even better. So I, I can't I, complain about that. No. I mean, I I would not complain about that. Yeah, at that's all. going to be another solid release. And that's actually that's our highest proof release yet until yeah, based Prince on Lick what the original <laughs> yeah. street was no, at one seventeen. Like yep, yep. yeah, so I can't even imagine what that's going to be at one twenty two. Can't wait, can't wait. Like, so we'll know this week. So if you guys want to try it, it's going to be similar, similarly priced of all of our barrel picks. Now it's not a high dollar bottle at all. So yeah. And and it's also going to be a good way for you to try a new distillery because I don't know anybody that has a Peach Street pick. There is I one. I don't either. Um, Who's got I it? I can't remember where it was, but he brought it local? in here for me to try local. They did a Peach Street, and they just got theirs in. Was it Noble or Cons? I don't think it was either one of those. Okay. I figured it was going to be Cons because they do most of it. I was thinking maybe it was Town, but oh, it may town not have been Town. Wines? I'm not could sure. Be. But I'll try to find out what that was. I can't remember who it was. That Either way, me. ours is better. So I figured cons would have been. I tried. I tried the pick. He brought it in for us to try. It was really good. Honestly, I still remember ours. Ours is definitely better. I think. <laughs> but I think we picked the best barrel out of all the ones we got to try. Yeah. And we were the first ones to try it in Indiana. So. Yeah. So again, another new distillery coming. I can't wait to have them in here. You guys are gonna love it. Yeah. So what are you getting on this Starlight? 
Oh man. I want to know because I've I've got the inaugural. I don't have the Starlight, so I want to know what you're getting because. So right now, I love it. on the cigar, the like after I've been drinking a little bit on on the Starlight, the palate of the Starlight is, or the palate on the cigar is like chocolatey graham cracker. It almost reminds me of like the uh, the chocolate Teddy Grahams. Yeah. Oh, and then man. On, on the retro yes. hill, it's still got some of that pepper, but it's died down a little bit for me. Sure. Or maybe it's my first cigar of the day. I could just be coming more accustomed to it. I love the uh, Teddy Graham on the Starlight. I love that. That's that's a great. Well, and even on this one, I'm getting. I, I get a lot of the fruit notes still out of this, but going back to the cigar, I'm getting that kind of a graham note to it as well. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's creamy. I mean, it's almost like you want it to be marshmallow, but it's not quite there yeah. yet. Still get a little yeah. chocolatey. I mean, it, it's it's close to a s'more, but it's yeah. not marshmallow. That's so wild. For me, like going from smoke to sip, uh, smoke. Or drinking the Starlight Rye and Port Barrels, it is a super, super sweet and almost as like uh, somebody made a like a meringue with port somehow. Oh, wow. It's like a super Ooh, meringue. thick and yeah. creamy, okay. That like distinctly port notes. Interesting. And there's almost a brown sugar quality in there as well. That's it's, cool. It's great. I mean, it's fantastic. We say it all the time. If you're not pairing your cigars with something, it doesn't have to be liquor. It can be anything you like to drink. Liquor? You're missing. Hardly knew her. Almost <laughs> killed her. <laughs> um, but if you're not doing that, you're missing the, missing out about half of your experience. Because yeah. I mean, oh. you can love, you can 100%. enjoy a cigar by itself, but when you start 100%. pairing it, it just, it just changes everything. So with the inaugural, I, I'm still getting a lot of fruit, dates, cranberry. Um, I'm getting a lot of... Uh, Way, way more cranberry okay. than anything else. Hmm. Uh, I get a little bit of cinnamon on the back end, but I, I'm, I'm going to stick with a cranberry right now. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. That's a new like a Like a bitter tart cranberry? Or, yeah. Or somewhere like a, the a little more tart. Okay. Way, way more tart. Okay. Way okay. more tart. Tart, not, not, yep. like a, not like a crazy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's a cool That note. is pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Definitely so, tart. So we did talk about this. This. Um, so if you're listening to this on Friday, Saturday, we've got we've got food coming in. We're gonna have a food all day, uh, well until it's gone, and then we're gonna still be doing specials. We've got we've got bo- box discounts. Um, all the Aladino boxes you can you can buy. You're gonna get twenty percent off of those, just like a normal event. Uh, we got several boxes we're throwing on the cart, selling at a discount as well of different brands. I'm putting different things out every day. I mean, we've got a, a Year of the Ox box out there. Ooh. I know someone's going to grab. Somebody um, should. That's a gotta good freaking deal. we got some All Saints out there well, I'm right going now. Home with it, so. oh, Sorry. Okay. I might have another one to throw out. We'll see. Yeah. Just depends on how quick they sell. Maybe but. there's two. Yeah. Yeah. For you, two for you. Yeah, two for me. Yeah. <laughs> and by the time this airs, more than likely the Warheads and the Ravens will be gone because we're almost out already. I smoked them all. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're we welcome. Did, we did put I limit two it. per customer <laughs> on them, and everyone's been good about that. And But everyone's bought them. I showed up every day and smoked two. So. And we still have a few of the little bitty test blends of the uh, Habano Knuckle Sandwich in there, too. The and Habano Knuckle Sandwich. Man. In that test Can we talk blend? about the knuckle sandwich for a second? Dude, that test oh, blend is fantastic. It is. It's all the spice. <sighs> Man. All the spice. And all I of think it. I've got, I, I probably still have 10 or 12 in there. 
And yeah. you know they're they're like six ninety nine each. They're they're it's delicious. It's a steal. They're delicious. Uh, I don't know how else you could beat that. Yeah. Like. I was gonna say Rob was talking about if you're not Rob said if you're not pairing your cigar like treating it as an experience like you're kind of missing out. And I will tell you uh, one thing I found when I was in Nashville this weekend. Like every single place sold those freaking liquid death, uh, <laughs> that those sparkling water, waters. Sparkling waters. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, the mango chainsaw flavor, which is just mango. Yeah. That's my water. Yeah, it goes fantastic with most Habanos. Oh really? I didn't try that. Mango I, I didn't try that. Yeah, yet, but yeah. I am. I am like telling, that mango. That's cream, my jam. Mango cream uh, beer we have in there. Yeah, I, I keep you what, awake. Yeah, mango chainsaw with the Mildias. Fantastic. Mango right. chainsaw with that Adsaniki. Great, man. Okay. So I, I'm telling you, like, if you find, like, sparkling water flavors like that that aren't super acidic, uh, aren't going to combat anything, you're kind of in luck. That's yeah. crazy. You but, Well, you say Mildias. So yeah. I, I had a Mildias with the Koval the other day, and that was super gram like yeah really really and he's talking heavy. about the indiana bourbon club coval yep. rye pick yep yeah that that rye pick with the mil diaz yeah was insanely heavy yeah. on the gram and like the toasted marshmallow okay it makes sense with uh, that coval profile on that oh for it sure. was ridiculous i and i didn't even think to like pair that with the mil diaz yeah. and that's that's you going just back wanted to something thing. to drink you gotta pair it yeah, yeah. I just wanted something to drink, and I had like I had two extra cobalts, so I was yeah. like, I'm gonna I'm gonna pour this tonight. Yeah, well, totally. and, and I had to not to beat a dead horse, but that that goes right back to the pairing. Cobalt on its own is gotta good. do it. You gotta pair it with but something. But if you pair it with something, you're right. You it, it intensifies the and experience. And the Mildias, like it it perfectly good, perfectly paired that. Cool. That was amazing. Yeah, I would 100 percent recommend that. I mean, it's the same thing with pairing pairing a drink with your food. Like, yeah. if I am yep. if I'm having a super fatty meal, if I'm having like uh, a steak or like pulled pork, something like that, I'm gonna want something that's gonna be able to hold up to it. And the thing pork. that always can for me is some of those higher proof Knob Creeks. Yeah, like I think those like those kind of peanutty notes, everything like that, goes really well with some char and some smoke. Oh yeah. But, uh, like, if you're eating something lighter, like, you can definitely hit some of the finished stuff, and it'd be no problem. Yeah. Well, With the hickory. And you said, uh, I, I never thought about doing, like, a mango sparkling water with it. But, I mean, it makes sense because if you get some of those some of those fruit notes that are the darker kind of fruit notes, which yeah. I, I would put mango in. Mango, peach are kind of in that yeah, yeah, world. Yeah. They they really do go well with cigars. I think so. I mean, even like like a peach cobbler or any yeah. kind of a dessert like that. Yeah, yep. some of those pear. Uh, we've been finding a lot of pear and whiskey lately. Yeah, and it's like Which is crazy. even that goes really it nice is. with cigars. Yeah. yeah, that's that's more of like a wine. Yeah, the 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 pear, what, the pineapple. What were we getting the pear in the other time we were last Peach Street? Peach it was, Street. We yeah, called yeah. it the that's pear right. syrup, like yeah. from the yep. canned pears. That's that's like how the sweetness Which, honestly, presented on that. My, that's wild. That's a wild more pear. One twenty two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's but a wild pear. I, I will tell you, like I'm a big sparkling water fan. Uh, that mango chainsaw flavor, even though it, I hate the branding, it's also genius. Of liquid death. It's all flavor. It though. went really good with everything until I paired it with a knuckle sandwich 55. And That's that just, branding aside. Branding aside. No, no, no. Knuckle yeah. 55. Yeah, the knuckle sandwich That'll 55 just absolutely annihilated my sparkling water. 
But I can see that. It'll do that. But in a yeah. good way. Yeah, I mean, oh, like yeah, Jason no, no, was no, 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 55. There was no mango there to be found anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no, you, you, you couldn't hit any of the mango at that point. Uh-uh. Yeah. Like, but that's... But I, I mean, do drink a lot of sparkling water with my cigars. I think it's a good palate cleaner and everything like that. It's yeah. Fantastic. Because that's getting into, like, the wine territory with yeah. the, the pear. Yeah. And, uh, like, the pear and the pineapple flavors. Yeah. That's, that's like, the wine. Which you can find that pineapple flavor more commonly on scotches. Yeah. Yeah, the, like the like that, the uh, that Avalor has yeah. a lot yep. of that. I in was it. gonna say yeah. Avalor with like the middle peat. Yeah. Kind of kind of flavor. That's that's kind well, of the middle and, uh, of the ground. There's a scotch called Taylor Cake, and it's made to be like a. It's made to taste like a pineapple upside down cake. Like they blend it for that profile, and it absolutely does. I think it's uh. Glenlivet, stale of cake. Let me Glenlivet's Glenlivet's real light. Yeah, let pretty me, sure it's Speyside. Let me check real quick. It's it. I think that Glenlivet's on the lighter side. Yeah, Glen Glenlivet I mean, reminds me of an Irish without the green apple. Is what I always get out of a Glenlivet. I can see that. Some of that more aged um, Glenlivets are going to. I hadn't really thought about that. Macallans, I, get, I hadn't really thought about it. I don't drink a lot of Glenlivet, so yeah, I don't. I don't see a lot of. Like pairings oh, with that. Oh, Glen Morangi. Oh, Glen Morangi. Glen Morangi. And that stuff, that's the Glen Morangi stuff is more of a. I mean, I get a lot of citrus. Like I just said it real citrus. redneck, and then Rob corrected it. Glen Morangi. <laughs> Angie, who's Angie. that? Angie, hardly knew her. <laughs> Angie, Angie, who? Angie, Daddy. Angie, Daddy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I get a lot more of the the orange citruses and a lot of the Glen, Glen Morangi stuff. I've got a eighteen year. I think they call it. Rare, very rare, whatever they call it, but I've got some of that at home, and it's definitely the orange leaning towards. The I will orange. tell you, I got to give another shout out to Scott Deshawn or a shout out if you want to do that too. A shout out, Scott Deshawn, yeah. yeah, to Scott Deshawn because DeShong. he told me, and it kind of sounded like a promise when he told me that he has a Highland Park 18 cash strength finished in bourbon barrels, and uh. So what you're doing is you're calling him out on the show. I need to see it. So it's in prosperity. I need to see it. I would, I would like to I like to, I like to sample yeah, that. Yeah, sample it a little bit. I need to see bit. that. Yeah. I, I think we bonded. It. I think you bonded. No. Scott's, Scott's an awesome dude. Yeah. He's got a great palate, too. And he's got some pretty pretty awesome bottles, too. He's honestly the one that turned me on to Castle, or, uh, Copper and King's Butchertown yeah. Brandy. Thank you. Yes. Which, again, that's another high-proof brandy. <laughs> Well, I had a wedding that turned amazing. me on to that. Oh yeah, yeah. I I filmed a wedding, and that's you know I had I never drank anything from Copper and Kings, and I filmed a wedding that was at Copper and, and Kings. Yeah. And oh my god, is it a cool space? It's crazy. Yeah. It's weird because they have, it's outdoors. Okay. They don't have a good it, indoor. It's space. like an amphitheater sort of. Area? Amphitheater. Yep. It's like, I don't know. Think. 60s 70s like sunken living room like you have two or three like concrete steps that go down you've got like a sunken little i gotta send you the pictures i don't know it's weird yeah it's like a sunken living room type concrete area they're in like the downtown louisville area yeah yeah, uh franklin street yep backside of like the skate park downtown louisville area it's a weird event space yeah but it works 
Yeah. It works. If Wonder you want your 90-year-old grandma to Cigarri. fall into the living room. <laughs> oh, it's a weird place. Yeah. It is so cool, though. Yeah. They've got, like, a little pond. <laughs> yeah. Like, infinity <laughs> pond, I guess. Like, infinity pond. Yeah. So the water is just forever. Yeah. Forever. Grandma falls into it when she's too drunk. <laughs> yeah. It happened. It did? Oh, yeah. Did you get it on video? I did. Nice. Yeah, I'll send you a clip. Nice. Yeah. This, like, 85-year-old woman, like, just walked into the lake. You just sent it into America's Funniest Videos to I need try to make to, some yeah. money? I need to. <laughs> I need to. Is AFV still going? It is. Yeah, Bob Seriously? Saget's not oh, yeah. here, but it's yeah. it's still there. Yeah. It's still Rip. a thing. Yeah, shout-out to Bob Saget. Shout-out to Bob uh, Saget. We all know that... You're my hero. Jeff Gator killed him. Which we won't go into that. Damage on the Gator. podcast that shall not be mentioned. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> is what it is. Oh, man. Funny. Uh, so, AFV, man. Hey. Hey, Mr. Salmon. That is rude. That is rude. Rude. Messing with our gear. Yeah. Come on, man. He's just pretending to. He is. He is. Yeah. He's an instigator. Yeah, I traded him a couple cigars for a microwave. <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm dead dude, serious. Dude, dude, I'm telling you, he is the, the master the trader. Yeah. Works better than the one I had. He is the master <laughs> trader, man. He did a, a bunch of work on Lisa's car, and he got cigars out of it. Hey, man. He's a cool dude. He's good for it. Cool dude. He's good at what he does. Yeah. It, it reminds me a lot of my family. Like It's from, like, southern Indiana. You just wheel and deal with everybody to get done what you need. Oh, I need some landscaping. Yeah. I'm not sure that's him. Oh, man. Yeah. You got to find somebody else. What are you landscaping for? Your, your freaking dog's going to eat it all. Well, yeah, but it's muddy between the grill and the patio. <laughs> you, you just need to get rock. Just throw some rock. I know, but... You can't eat the rocks. I actually probably would try. Probably would try. What do you mean you can't? The dog eats rocks. Yeah. He loves rock. Yeah. Loves rocks, loves sticks, <laughs> loves everything. It's crazy. He just likes to eat. Just likes to eat. Yeah. I guess you don't as, feed him enough. As you can tell. Feed him a lot. I am barely, not even into the second third yet. We've been sitting on this thing for that 35 minutes already. And this thing is a slow burner for a Corona. Yeah, it is. It sure is. I was thinking it's going to go a lot quicker, but maybe it's not. not. It's it not. doesn't. Yeah, you get no. about. I'm imagining you get more than Robusto time out of this. Like, yeah. Yeah. We're at uh, close to 40 minutes at this point. Yeah. Man, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and one of the things I wanted to say on this one was, you know, again, we're at our one-year anniversary, <laughs> and it is amazing to me every time we come in here and we have a crowd coming in here just to relax and hang out and enjoy what we enjoy. Um, we couldn't have done this at all without all of you coming out here and, you know, those of you listening to the podcast, thank you. I don't know why you're doing it, but yeah. we appreciate Cheers that. Cheers to you. Tune and, in. Yes. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it's been fun watching the podcast grow and um, and the YouTube channel grow too, but mostly the podcast. I mean, that's where people listen usually. Yeah. Um, we've had so many customers come in that found the podcast somehow, and then they came in here and checked it out. Somehow. I mean, it's, it's really cool, and just want to thank you guys all for doing that. Um I it's know good we, to know. It it really is. It's good it to is. know. From an outside source, it's good to know 
what you could pair things with. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like that. Me, personally, I like to know what, you know, yeah. Yeah. what's the cigar of the week. Uh, I mean, like, this is our one-year anniversary. We're absolutely honored that you choose Final Third to be your place to come and relax. We're glad yeah. that we could be that for you. Serious. This yeah. is it. Yeah. And we, we would never, I would never in my wildest dreams thought that it would have grown this fast. And we're so excited to be here. We're planning on being here for a very long time. So if you're listening to this and you haven't been out, come out and check us out. Give us a shot. I think you'll find a, a home here. Absolutely. Yes. If you look out here, it looks like a bunch of guys sitting in the living room watching basketball right now on TV. I mean, it's, it's just and fun. Ladies. And ladies. And ladies. Well, she's not watching the TV, though. Well, it's just Marilyn, so nobody cares. She's, star- so. she's, staring, she's staring at us giving us crap. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Other ladies are staring at us. I guess we got stuff going huh? on. Well, yeah. The so la- the so we look, we look really important, but it's just Marilyn. It's nobody just Marilyn. cares about Marilyn. No. Maryland and Ohio State. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I think that's true. That is kind of yeah, that's true. Yeah. Probably true. And honestly, I don't think anybody out there is watching the game either. So yeah. it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. It's funny. Every time we set this stuff up, people are like, "What are you doing? What are you yeah. doing over yeah. there? Like, yeah, you guys have a podcast. That's great." Like, no, no, no. We're just watching the Maryland game. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> we're commentating on the we're game. Doing, yeah. We're doing sports commentating. Yes, yes. sports yes. commentating. Yeah, that guy That's just it. shot the basket and missed. Yeah. Somebody right, shot yeah. the ball at a goal. And Whatever. Flank. Some guy did the thing. Go sports ball. Somebody so did the So that thing. would be an interesting thing to talk about because Jen has been telling me you've absolutely ruined her for sports. Watching Why? live sports. Why have I ruined her for sports? Because you sit there commenting on the cameras and everything that's going on. Okay, so I do that. I yeah, I do. Yeah. So tell I'm the a, tell the people what you do and okay. the, why you have trouble watching live sports at this point. I do. Or maybe I, it's a hobby. But it's not a hobby. It pays for our water bill, at least. At least. Sometimes the groceries. Okay. So so what do you do? Who do you do it for? I'm a technical director. I work for ESPN. I work for ACC Network. I work for the Pacers. I. I punch the game. You know, the director tells me what to do. says, take camera one. I take camera one. That's what I do. Doesn't matter the sport, the year. I do, I'm doing softball next week. I'm doing swimming and diving. The following week, I'm doing softball. Like, And you do a lot down with Louisville. Yep. So you're University Louisville. of Louisville. I'm doing ooey pooey. Okay, good deal. So I'm doing Pacer stuff. I'm doing Fever. I'm doing Indy Eleven. Doing a lot of the a lot of the sporting events. Yeah, what I do. That's cool. Technical director. I sit behind the board. I punch the button. <laughs> punch the button. Punch the button. Control I, what camera the people right are seeing. Yeah, I I have no control over this. I I want everyone to understand. I have no control <laughs> over anything that happens. The director tells me what to do, and I do it. So Look, if, if a game wrong looks thing, terrible, it's not me. It's not me. It sounds like you're just covering your butt. It does. Well, it's a little bit of that. A little bit. It's yeah. a little yeah. bit of yeah. me covering my butt. No. No, if it comes out and the game was perfect and the angles were great, that's all him. No, it's all him. That's it. Him. That's it's all it. 100%. Yes. Yeah. It's all me. <laughs> if it looks bad... Wasn't me. But yeah. I promise. I'm sorry. So so sounds like politics. Tell, tell the people like what 
what is bad in the game? Like, what could look bad in a game? Because yeah, I'm not sure a whole lot of people know what yeah. to look for. Oh, a fake out. Okay. Oh, tell, uh, tell, uh, tell women's basketball. Is. Yeah. Look, you know, they, they go to pass the ball, and you, you whip pan with the camera. Yeah, so the camera's following this. Yeah, this and they, they whip to the ball, Yeah, and they don't pass it. Well, you just faked everyone out. Yeah. You, you faked out everybody sitting on their couch. Literally everyone. Yeah. Which everybody has seen that happen in football where you got the quarterback that has an amazing Yeah, and sneak. he goes to throw it and then and he holds the he ball. He pulls it back and they follow the ball down the field when the ball doesn't go down the field. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fake. Yep. So Come, don't, don't zoom. Don't zoom. <laughs> don't pan. <laughs> Drives me nuts. Trigger. So <laughs> this is a trigger. So they're they're like they're juking people out on the field, but also juking out the they're camera. They're juking guys. the camera operators. And how are there camera operators that can avoid this? There are. Yeah. 100%. Is it you? No, no, no. No, it's not you. It's, it's not, not me. Mike. It's not me. He it's, doesn't. Un- it's Greg Kalen. Okay. Who's hey. Call him out. Call him 100%. out. Hundred percent. Greg Kalen. Cheers to you, Cheers. Greg. Cheers to you, Greg Kalen. You'll never listen to this, but thank you. <laughs> I don't know who you are. He will not. Greg Kalen will not listen to this. Cheers to you, Greg Kalen. <laughs> the best camera one operator. He will not juke with a pass. Yeah. You see these passes? It won't happen. Pacers wow. are terrible. <laughs> Purdue, Terrible. They're just psyching out all of the people watching at home the entire well, they're, game. They're psyching out the camera crew. Yeah. I, I'm not knocking, like, the passes on on the court. I'm not knocking the play. Yeah. They're doing the plays. Like, that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. They're supposed to do that. They're supposed as, to fake you out. As a camera guy, are you hearing the plays? Well, in my head, I am. No. So you you don't have any communication with the people on the field as the camera guy. Field, no. Yeah, no, yeah. no. It's, okay. it's the director. Yeah, you're the, hearing that. You're seeing it. You're seeing it before it happened. Does the director know what's going on? He should. He anticipates. He anticipates. He anticipates that pass. What if he's drunk? Well, <laughs> he celebrated too early. <laughs> that wasn't a two point win. Have there been? Is it this where your director's been hammered? Jed said no comment, no so comment. we'll leave it at that. <laughs> no comment. Out. Yes. No comment. No comment. Yes. But yes. <laughs> but yes. We all I have mean, our days. Where do you end up on that? Where do you end up on that point? Oh. ACC true. Network. I yeah. love you. Yeah. Yeah. Here, point the hat down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not there yeah. either. No, 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 no. Keep paying my bills. <laughs> They're not no, it's, this either. It's, it's all good. It's the same thing. Like, we're, we're hosting the first round of the men's basketball tournament. Okay. And it's, it's anticipatory. Like, you have to anticipate what is going to happen. Yeah. And if they're going to fake that ball pass. You have to anticipate them faking it. You know they're not going to. Yeah. You know they're not going to. As a camera operator, but you, you sitting know there they're not going to. watching the game through a camera behind a screen. Like, you're like twice removed from this thing by the time it... You're, More like three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're, you're, we're thrice removed from that. You're, okay, thrice so you're thrice removed. removed from this game. 
How in the world are you going to anticipate that? Or you just have to. It's just something you have to know. <laughs> you have to. You have to recognize what they're going to do. Yeah. And and that's so what happened. Does it help the camera operators <laughs> to know the game in that way? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. You just can't, like, are these like you guy can't sports stick. fan that's running the cameras, or is this like? Oh yeah, no, no, no. nerdy artsy they, camera dudes that couldn't find a job nope, otherwhere. Not artsy. Yeah. Not artsy at all. They have to know the sport. You can't put a baseball person on game camera and expect them to know what is going to happen. Hundred percent. Yeah. It's something different. So how did how did you train for this? Is there like an apprenticeship or like trial and error? No, yeah, trial and error. They just my, throw you on. Yep. Don't my, pay you as much. Say good luck. My director was like, "Oh, you're gonna do this today." I'm like, well, I guess fuck, I don't know what that means, but yeah. I'm there, man. Sounds like, good. You better yeah. tell me. Yeah, I've been doing it for ten years. Wow. Yeah. My so my director when when I TD, and he's he's telling me to go to camera two. He's sitting here and he's doing this. He's not saying words. So he's doing bunny ears with he's his fingers. He's doing bunny ears, bunny yeah. ears. That's it. That's camera two. That's it. When he's doing this, that's spot box. I that don't even know what that motion score. is. That's big score. Just like he's following writing right. in the air. Yeah, that's it. That's this. Yeah. Huh. That means that you need to go. We're so going like, to commercial, and this is the big score. That's it. So you have to know, like, you have to what have a relationship thinking. with your director. You have to anticipate. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So it's kind of like being in a band and trying to follow where your leader is going. Exactly. And, like, you just, you only know that by being with them for a long time yeah. and having that relationship. It's the relationship. Yeah. yeah it's, it's 100% the relationship. You have to know what this means. You got to know what this means. Yeah. <laughs> this is locator. Yeah. Jay, no, this is number 90. That's it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I would. Com- I'd be completely lost. I'd be like, "You sure? You sure?" That's, I would be second guessing everything. That's nine years of training. So it, it was guys. just kind of a fake it till you make Thank it you. thing for you. You got it, buddy. I feel like that's how most jobs are, though. It is. Yeah. But that's how most pairings are. I suppose. I could see that. I could see most pairings as fake it till you make it. Could be. I don't know about faking it, but most of the time we're... It's recognition, though. Okay. It's it's recognition of, like, thought, sight, smell, taste. Yeah. You have to... you Not necessarily fake it. I I, I say that with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. Okay. Take it with a grain of salt. It's been taken. You you take that as... it's, It's the power of suggestion. Yeah, like totally. oh, the power of suggestion is very real and, and tasting. Oh, 100%. Because I, mean, I can sit here and tell you, you're going to get celery and you're going to go, right. Huh, I, but you I, know, I I see that. That. Yeah. You know that. that we're tasting three different bourbons with the same cigar. Yeah. We could taste the same thing. Mm-hmm. But you could suggest that. Yeah. With this bourbon. Yeah. Well, I got a different bourbon than you do. Yeah. Well, we have the same Oscuro. Yeah. With the 601. Yeah. And yeah. and the cigar will pull similar notes out of different sure. bourbons. I will tell you, though, up. most flavor notes, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could kind of see that. I don't agree with it, but I could see it. But there are some guys out there that you're just like, what the hell? Are you sure you drank the same thing I yeah. did? Like, I'm not even sure you. Well, I got grapefruit. 
Yeah, no. Yeah. No, you didn't. I know one guy we've had on here before that I'm like, really, dude? Is that what you're getting <laughs> Thanks, Will. No, it's not Will. <laughs> <laughs> no, you leave him out of this. It's not Will. It's not Will. But I'm sorry, I mean, Will. But there are there are some people that have a diff, just a different memory of flavors that I do, and it totally throws me off. But well, and I will say, Rob's whiskey palate has been developing. He used to say brown sugar and caramel for everything. I I used to get brown sugar and caramel a lot, especially caramel. Yeah, I know. I love caramel though. That's well, why. That's well, why though. Yeah. I love caramel, yeah. and it's like so one of those like, things. Where, I like caramel's this. A good so it must be though. caramel. Let's have it caramel. Yeah. yeah, caramel's a good identifier. Hey, it, that Japanese whiskey was a caramel it was bomb, not, dude. It was bomb. not. That was the most floral thing I think I've ever like. That was a perfumey Japanese whiskey. So it's like if you throw floral on top of a caramel, no, and eat it. There was no. It was caramel. all caramel. But car- Absolutely I, no. I feel like caramel, caramel. isn't everything. The the caramel note and the it, caramel it flavor can be a lot of things. Can yeah, be, it's very profound. When it's when I am profound. thinking caramel, I'm thinking like. Werther's original, that like, nah, that caramelized sugar note, kind of that buttery quality. Like, I'm thinking more of like the chewy caramels, the really thick, rich, buttery, not buttery, but uh, milky kind of caramels. Buttery, buttery no citrus whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> we still haven't told but that I, story. I, I still think that's Probably that's shouldn't. that's a prevalent. I should. That's a prevalent taste. A lot oh. of people lean towards caramel. I think so. Yeah. And there's a lot of bourbons, especially in the heritage distilling world, that do lean towards some of those darker sugar notes, yeah. like your molasses, like your brown sugar, like your caramel. But a lot of the stuff we bring in here that leans more crafty, it's like typically you find more of a fruity, more confectionary sugar. Sure. I will say the one heritage distillery that doesn't get, like, doesn't typically get those dark sweetness notes. Is turkey. Yeah. I have yet to find a turkey that had like a rich brown sugar on it. Like you do with a lot of Heaven Hill stuff. Yeah. Heaven Hill, you, you some you of the Buffalo Trace stuff. Same yeah, way. You yeah. You can pick those bottles up and be like, oh man, this is like you can German it. roasted pecans. Right? Like that is, it, it's a darker sweetness. And yeah. I think it's just difference in mash bills and dark also in brown process. sugar. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's really heavy into the fruit. Well, and, and doesn't turkey they they use a lot of higher rye content in a lot of their mash bills, don't they? Which I, it, yeah. it's it's the high rye and the high content that I think leads Knocks towards down some of that sweetness. Some yeah. of the sweetness, yeah. yeah. And a lot of that more fruity, almost floral stuff comes from high malted barley mat, mash bill. Which I think content. when I think of really heavy floral, I think of something like Four Roses. A lot of their stuff to me is just over floral. And I I don't like it. But you're talking about the fruity floral. Yeah, I never really got yeah. into that. But they're, I mean, those single barrel, those single barrel barrel proofs, do still have some of those floral qualities. But it's like you took brown sugar and threw it on a freaking rose, man. Like, yeah. Oesk. Oesk. Yeah. I think the Oesk was. That's still my favorite of all time. Any of the four roses ever Aren't you, I've tried. Are you sad that you didn't get one for yourself? I know. I bought a bottle and, and bought it for Will. But you didn't think you liked four roses, and then I cracked it like, later that day. That was good. And, that was one nah. that he said that he didn't like. No, the no, OSK is the one I love. Yeah. Oh, okay. There was some other ones I wasn't a fan of, but but in all honesty, I mean, bur- makes bourbon's s- meant to be shared. If you find a bu- bottle a buddy really wants, even if you love it, give it to your buddy. I mean, come on, Share man. it. Gotta share. 
sharing more is bourbon caring. out there. There's sharing a whole lot more bourbon out there. I have been seeing a lot of posts of people finding Stag 18 out there. I have seen that. And we 18? did try it. Yeah. 18's a yeah. really good Was that good Will match. that brought us that sample? Yes. Yeah. Will brought the most recent one. Yeah, that's the 18. Yeah. Is the most recent. Yeah. It, it was good, but I've seen a lot of people finding bottles just like randomly at liquor stores lately. I'm like, well, I, we're going to see more of that. I think that the uh, whole Johnson Brothers thing is kind of messed up where the allocation's going. I still think it's definitely allocated because I, I know places oh, it's 100% that, are, allocated. that are having trouble getting just green label Buffalo Trace and like... You used to be able to walk into CVS and find that all the time. I will say, and we'll, let's go ahead and get into a beef. Why not? You I know, might as well. The, um, the we one thing, like with when they were with RNDC, um, you could still get on the website and find all these products, and some of it would say subject to availability, all that shit. And you could at least try to get it, and you might get one opened up. Johnson Brothers, their website, the only thing that comes up on Buffalo Trail or Sazerac products is freaking Fireball and Wheatley. And I'm like, so sad. That's, and so, so, and again, this is not on Johnson Brothers. This is 100% on Sazerac. They're the ones telling them what to do. Oh, yeah. But I don't even see this stuff to even hopefully get a bottle. But at this point. in the sad point, sad part of it is, is Sazerac, like when they were basically throwing RNDC down the gutter, they were like, oh, this allocation is all on them. Like that was their deal. It's the same thing with Johnson Brothers now. Yeah, they're right. getting slammed too on it, and it's not all them. The other thing but I think is Johnson is, Brothers is way further along than R and D C though. Like I, I, I think Johnson Brothers has more, more pull than R and D C does. No, I don't think so. No. I think it's really? less. R and D C is a national brand, and Johnson is regional, more regional. But, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think the maybe that's just why, a personal thing. I, well. And that's the thing you you hear on both sides of it, and you hear both sides is pointing fingers to the other side, saying you they're the ones that screwed up on the whole RNDC. Uh, I guess it's just deal. more of what you've been able to get. Yeah, I I think what they did was they went to Johnson Brothers because I felt like they had more. They felt like they had more control. Well, that's kind of uh, what we're, I feel. we're talking actually, as like a retail storefront. What did happen with RNDC is RNDC dropped Sazerac after Sazerac did not agree to their certain percentage like that i it sounds that was a thing though. sounds like they were like, upgrade up like upping their percentage of profit across the board we're gonna throw the, i mean it's been a lot of inflation whatever kind of understand it but i think they were gonna go from 10 to 15 percent or something like that and uh Sazerac wasn't having it. Of course, Sazerac's one of the biggest portfolios in the RNDC catalog. Yeah. But so all like, of the other RNDC rate. brands couldn't do that. Like, all, all of the other ones couldn't say, we no. can't do that. Well, no. bottom line is, Sazerac can go to any di distributor and say, this is what we and want. And everyone else say would yes take it. Or no. Yeah. Right. Move on. Yeah. Everyone else would give them an ultimatum, and, and, uh, and everyone else would take it. And uh, Johnson Brothers took it, and honestly, they're probably better off as a company oh, for it. I'm sure they're killing but, it now. But with you them. feel bad for little they brands capitalized. that are with RNDC, like Starlight. Like they just had all of their distribution dues. I don't know what it is. It's a percentage off the total that they're not getting. Like, but they just had it raised. And yeah. what do you do with that? Well. And that, you know, the other thing is when we're ordering, a lot of stuff you just do from websites, if if the distributor has a website. Some of them don't, and that's actually fine because I can just text people to find out that yeah. stuff. 
But with like RNDC, if I'm like, you know, Lisa and Tam make those um, blackberry amaretto sours with the blackberry whiskey from Starlight. Yeah. You can't look up Starlight Distillery Blackberry Whiskey and find it on their website. You have to go through the whole Huber winery thing to find it. Yeah. It's almost impossible to find unless you know their game. It's like, so how many bars would actually pull in more Starlight product if they could find it on the freaking website? Well, it's it's oh, kind of the same thought as like uh, like shadow banning on Facebook. It kind of feels like that's what R&DC has done. Honestly, I feel like, like it's, Starlight. I feel like it's more of the, the data processor that entered the stuff in on the website had no freaking clue, and they're not having any direction on Rob, how to put things in. It's an in. algorithm. It's the algorithm from the consumer, though. Like they're no. they're they're giving I'm just you the about ultimatum. Like search engines on websites. It should be easy to type in Starlight, and everything from that distiller should pop. My up. My other qualm with them is last year they released a uh, a small batch double oaked, which we never saw, we never could get. They also no. released. A uh, small batch bourbon and VDN barrels. Mm-hmm. We and the VDN was great. We couldn't get it. Even texting the rep at the time, he didn't even know it existed. Yeah. Couldn't find it for me. These, Their algorithm these giant is broken. distributors are not doing these small so that, brands that tells any me favors. one of two things. One, it could be only one group like Meyer, for example. Which Meyer got a ton of it. Maybe maybe that was the whole point was they were just going to release it all to Meyer and screw everybody else. Either that or they're sitting on a shit ton of product that no one can get because they don't even know they have it in their warehouse. And either way, it's not good. Yeah. Either way, it's not good. Well, they don't know what it is either. Well, like, and, and I can't imagine how much product they have sitting in their warehouse so they have no idea what they have. And that's, With Meyer, Kroger. They'll get know, what they want. Elite, yeah. Like... They'll they'll get what they think is the best, and that's yeah. It's just hard, man. Yeah, like with larger distributors, they're not doing any repping for you. They are like R and D C. They're shadow branding. I I I think R and D C is really taking advantage mm-hmm. of the three tiers. No, no I was talking to her. And it's a uh, he's cashing out. <laughs> R and is definitely Sorry. taking advantage of the three tier system. Like by law, it's required to go from distillery distributor to retail, yeah. or on premise, right? Like those. That's the only way it goes, and the only way there's an option is right there at the end. Like unless you're in a you're in a state like Indiana that yeah. can distribute straight from the liquor store but they can't distribute to or distribute from the distillery but they can't distribute to a liquor store or an on-premise location like here right which is like all your bars and restaurants and all that stuff they can just put it in your hand so you can leave but if you're in Kentucky Buffalo Trace has to buy all their product back yeah to Which put is it in insane. their to put it in their gift shop, so it's to not buy even, it back to resell it again. Yeah, it's so not they even make like, a product, they make a fifty dollar bottle, sell it to the distributor, the distributor sells them back to them for sixty bucks, and you pay seventy five because now they had to double mark it up for you. Yeah, insane. Makes Which, no sense at all. You should be able to just walk it from the bottling line out onto the shelf. You should. You can't. But every state's different, and the laws are different, and that's why it's such a stupid game in this country. Kentucky is working on lighting up on that, but it's still not great. It's few and far between. 
It is. It's very few and far between. And it's still insane that there's that many distilleries in Kentucky that keep playing the game. It, it, it kills me that, they're, that, that they don't move you know, across state lines more. I mean, they're starting to do that now with rickhouses. Yeah. You know, Buffalo Trace has how many rickhouses now in southern Indiana? <laughs> oh, yeah. man. And it's like because they they don't have to pay that. Well, they started reading there's, no, there's no resting there's barrel no resting. tax yeah. in Indiana. I mean, that's another thing. In, in Kentucky, every year you have barrels resting in a rickhouse. You're paying taxes every year. So yeah. if you're wanting to put out a 10- or 12-year whiskey, you're paying 12 times the taxes. So you wonder why that bottle now is 150 bucks. Well, they had to pay taxes every year on it. That's it. And if they, and that's Buffalo Trace moving to Indiana, they may throw some eight, 10, 12 year stuff out that they don't have to price it up so high now because they don't have taxes. They probably will. They'll just make more profit. But yeah. They don't have to now. So the other thing is, is I keep seeing articles floating around about Buffalo Trace building a new masher, a bunch of new fermenters, and a new column still. And They're everyone's like, out. oh, it's going to make it so much easier to get. Yeah. Mm. In 12 mm. years. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's going to take some time. In 12 years, by the time the bourbon boom is done and everyone's moved on to tequila, you'll be able to get what you want yeah. again. It's... We were talking about that a little bit this last week, too, which is another rambling story here. Yeah. But with tequila, you know, I've been hearing, you know, tequila's on the next boom for the last 15 years. Yeah. And... I don't know if it is. I really feel like we're probably getting to the point where now now people are starting to think more about gins and brandies and things that are different. And the tequila lover is going to get tequila. Yeah. I don't think that that demographic is going to grow as much as what they keep blaming. I, I feel like I that's think the it tequila. is across the cocktail world. I don't. It could. I be. don't know a lot of people that are seeking out neat pours of tequila like they are. I wouldn't. Uh, whiskey. Uh, well, whiskey, yeah. Or brandy for that yeah. matter, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, Rob, you got to be getting into the final third. I am, yes. And it, honestly, it's getting more more of the roasty notes. I'm getting a lot of the black pepper yeah. on the retrohale. Um, but with the whiskey, it just continues to bring out all the sweet fruit. Pairing with the backbone. Um, okay. The one thing about this, the backbone, when you sip on it by itself. That's red pepper it, on the retro hill. It is. Yeah. It is red. You're right. Red, not black. Yeah. Um, in this, If you're drinking this pour by itself or if you're drinking it with a Habano, you can actually take a sip and you're going to get sherry at some point. Another sip, you're going to get pour. And then on down, to, you, you're going to taste the Amaro in it. I'm not getting any Amaro yeah. in this. It's all the sherry and port kind of blending to a, just a dark red fruit. Yeah. Yeah, right now on this cigar for me, it is like a um, a roasted chocolate Teddy Graham, like on, on the palate of this cigar for me. On the retrohale, it is, it's red pepper and it yeah. is spicy. Oh, yeah. Uh, back like to the palate on the whiskey, it's bringing out so much sweetness and so much yeah. creaminess that's not... Inherently in this. Yeah. In, Are you in, still in getting any rye out of your whiskey at all, or is it just all the sweet? No, I haven't at all yeah. this entire time. Okay. Like it's 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 still balanced, but it's not like it's not it doesn't drink like a rye. Yeah. Or, you know me. I it, drink spicy rice. So like this does not drink that way. That this would is never every, that would never did though. That would no, really no, no, never uh, did drink like yeah. a rye. This is a, Some, an everyday man's 
rye. Oh, yeah. And no, even, even a bourbon lover would like this rye, for sure. I'm getting more medicinal red pepper. Um, I'm, I'm getting a lot more medicinal flavoring. On, on the cigar? Yep. Yeah. On the 601 with the inaugural. It's, yeah. it's way more medicinal than... And what it was when we started. Yeah. Like so I, I never describe thought those that sort of flavors to the people because medicinal can be an off-putting to, thing and tell to, you to, to the people, to the for the people, for, for the people. science, for science. Oh yeah, Man. science. Cheers to science. Cheers to science. Mike Sci- doesn't science even have anything best. in his glass anymore. Oh dang, that's rude. So well, are you I, talking like it's losing sweetness as you're going on? No, or? I well, I don't think it's losing sweetness. I th- I think it's retaining the sweetness okay. along with with more of of like the It's not losing sweetness. Okay. I can tell you that. Yeah. That inaugural barrel with the sticks I want to screw. Yeah. It stays sweet like brown sugar graham. Yeah. With a little bit of black pepper. Yeah, uh, the retro is still hitting. It's just like growing in pepper. intensity across yeah. the palate. It okay. is. It's developing so well in the final third. Yeah, that man, I don't even know. Good. This cool, is man. this is one that that I would probably. That's an everyday. Yeah, the six hundred one green. Yeah. yeah, the green oscuro yeah. is. I don't smoke these often enough. Like. I am. I this cigar is well. I don't either, but I think tonight. I would. Yeah, yeah. I, some would say it's stellar. Ooh. You know what? I could say it's stellar. It's stellar. stellar. Cheers to that. Drink. Cheers to stellar. Cheers. I'm out. <laughs> the problem is. Oh, cheers. In my glass. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. So, so again, if you're interested. She is. <laughs> oh, she's not driving. All right, so we'll be we'll be sitting here. But yeah, so if you're if you're interested in these um, barrel picks, this one I would say get out here in the next couple weeks. It's gonna be gone. Yeah. That one we still have several cases or, or at least at least a few cases of that left. Uh-huh. That one's gonna be here for a little while. We got a lot of this left still. You're gonna be able to get this for a while, and then when Peachtree gets here, we're gonna have a lot yeah. of Peachtree. So, so he said inaugural barrel is gonna be out this week. Starlight, because you had just pointed to it. Oh, for, I'm sorry, for the people yeah, Starlight. on here. Starlight, we're running lower on. Lower, still stick we still around. Got, we can still have a lot. Probably left. another month or two. At least, find it. yeah, yeah. And then uh, Backbone will be around for the foreseeable for future. Months. Yeah, future right now. Yeah. yeah. And then Peachtree will have that for probably quite a while because we got that one's going to be the one we have the most bottles of, yeah. of any release yet. So absolutely. So yeah. Well, again, guys, thanks again for listening in. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar. Both are visuals LLC. You can follow Gus. Gus Lee. Okay. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at the Whiskey Pastor. And you can find all three of us drinking heavily at Final Third Cigar and Whiskey yeah, Lounge. That you can. All right. So, uh, Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Thanks to one year. Yeah, one year, baby. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks to one year.